0: Welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter. I'm McCarter. And I'm SK. My amazing co-host. And we're thrilled to be back with episode 22 coming at you. We bring on Rachel... Sukovitsky. Sukovitsky. I knew I was going to say it wrong.
1: (laughs) Rachel Sukovitsky, the general manager of Village Green Society here in Boulder.
0: Yeah, it's a really cute local shop, and she's been working there for six years and worked her way up from just rolling joints in the back to being a bud tender to now being general manager, and I just think she provides such interesting insights into what tourists are looking for when they come in to buy stuff, especially from out of state.
1: Yeah, the questions that they ask and the th- the ways that she guides them um, one way or another. and.
0: Yeah. And I love that they're like a little family. They only have like seven to 10 employees. So totally opposite of like MedMen, men, star buds, the really huge kind of names you hear a lot. But I think that is what makes like this industry so great is the focus on the small craft and small you know, neighborhood shop, which is what Village Green Society is.
1: Yeah, definitely a boutique experience. And they do have really high-end craft, small batch um, flowers. So it's a really great place to
0: yeah. get that
1: kind of stuff. And
0: my uh, favorite thing that she said was that they like to spend a lot of time with their customers. They have no time limit, actually like the opposite of a time limit. They want people to spend as much time there as they want in order for them to feel comfortable and educated about the products that they're buying and consuming, which I think every, I wish every dispensary had that kind of mindset and outlook.
1: Yeah. It's a beautiful way to focus on the customer as opposed to on the profit, which a lot of these larger dispensaries do. So yeah. uh, Yeah. Shop local, support small business, and they are a really good example of that. So
0: Hell yeah. And shout out to Weedmaps. You can download the Weedmaps app for free with Android or iTunes. It is a great place to find local deals, different dispensaries nearby, brands and strains that you're looking for. You can also order online for a quick and easy pickup.
1: Yeah, find the link in our show notes. To download the Weed Maps app, a great way to prep for 420s. So. Oh
0: yes, yeah, so we gotta stay safe out there.
1: Yeah, and um, follow us on Instagram at High Minded Pod and Macarter at Macarter Gets High.
2: Yay! And as always, stay, stay high. high. Hi, my name is Rachel. I'm the general manager of Village Green Society. It's a dispensary in downtown Boulder, and I've been doing it for the last six years. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: great. Well, we're super excited to have you on and really provide an interesting perspective of like a manager, bud tender kind of retail side because I feel like we've provided some insight into that area, but never really had like. Like, you have such amazing direct experience, so I think that's amazing. And shout out to SK, our co-host, for bringing her on because you used to work at the same dispensary, right? Rachel
2: is my boss, so good
0: to see you. (laughs) Shout out to bosses that become friends.
2: (laughs) Sarah was the first person I hired on my own when I became manager, so that was a really big deal. I remember
1: the interview. Yeah, um, I was
2: probably really nervous, like I am (laughs) now.
1: I was pretty nervous, too. Um, It was... My first like cannabis interview, yeah. and we did it like outside on the bench, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah, so do it it's all cool. time out there. Um, yeah. so cute. <laughs> it was
0: really fun it's...
2: working with Sarah. We got to know each other really well.
0: We did kind of talk about right before this that um, your dad oh. is partial owner. Yes, of the dispensary. So you had a bit of like an introduction there. Oh, it's going.
2: Yeah. Um. So my dad owned the dispensary, kind of throughout high school and kind of after that, and I don't know, I always thought it was cool. I never even went up to go see it or anything, and then one day my friend and I drove up just randomly because we wanted to come see Boulder and like see the store, and I was like, wow, this place is actually really cute. Never thought I'd work there, Um, but (laughs) I, after high school and like a little bit of college, I ended up going to uh, do a dental assisting program because I thought That's what I wanted to do. And I couldn't find a job for like the longest time. And my dad was sick of me sitting on the couch, not working. So he's like, well, if you're not going to get a dental assistant job, you're going to go work in Boulder. Wow. And so I was like, cool. I'll just do that for like a month until I find a job. The manager at the time didn't really want me to be up there. So he was like, you're going to sit in this room and roll joints all day. So I did that for like three months. And then I was kind of gave up on finding a dental assistant job. Wait, so
0: you were, I'm sorry, you were 18 or 19? Oh my
2: God. No, this was like, I was like 22. Uh, I like did some like random community college and like just worked random jobs. Then I did like this dental assistant program. Um, Yeah. So I was 22 and yeah. And then after like a couple months of just rolling joints all day long, I was like, I want to learn how to bud 10 because I think I want to do this. Um, And so I like learned the products and all that. And then um, eventually became an assistant manager and I took over all of the ordering cause my dad was doing the ordering. My dad who does not smoke or has like ever really tried much. Really? So he was just like ordering the most popular flavors or whatever. It was kind of a mess. That's so interesting. Wait, so why, <laughs> if you know
0: why he invested, if he doesn't consume.
2: Um, so just like around that time, everyone was kind of buying grows and dispensaries and, um, my dad's a businessman. He Owns businesses. Business so, man. yeah, he saw an opportunity, him and his friends.
0: He sounds like a smart guy. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, but yeah, so I took over ordering. And then um, I want to say like four years ago, I became the general manager. And yeah, wow, been doing congratulations. It Thanks. It's been fun. Nice That's
1: really cool. <laughs> so Village Green Society in Boulder. Um, it's that tiny house
2: on 16th yep. and
1: Spruce. In the middle of a neighborhood.
2: In the middle of a neighborhood. <laughs> like um, right near
0: right off the downtown. Yes, right. Like
2: right off Pearl Street. Yeah. It's, it's so close. <laughs> yeah. So is it is it the first dispensary in Boulder? Was it? It was one of the first ones to go um recreational. So we were medical. Okay. And then once they did the licenses, I think um that January 1st that um we were able to be recreational. We were and we had a line around the block, is what I heard. So wow. yeah Wait, really was cool. this 2012 then
0: 20, it, 2014. 2014 that yeah. became Rec. Yeah. Okay.
2: I started working there 2016. Okay. okay. Yeah. So kind of shortly after. Um and we transitioned from being medical to recreational. So now we're just fully recreational.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wow. Nice. So, so interesting. Yeah, being right off Pearl Street, do you get a lot of the tourist
2: action? And definitely. We are definitely more of a tourist-based store, I would say. Um most of the people we get are just, you know, staying in Boulder, passing through Boulder. We do have a few of our like solid regular customers, but definitely more um, tourist-based, which is really fun because I get to see people that like view weed differently from all over like there's there is always like a little lady that's just like scared while her husband's like ready to like learn about all the product and she's just like standing in the corner like oh, i don't want any of this i don't Aww. like the smell in here um so yeah we definitely see people with like all stages of marijuana use Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: the old, old school people that come in, they're like, I haven't smoked since 1970. Uh, Those are the best people. They're so
2: excited. (laughs) I love that. I love when people um, like haven't tried weed or like they're finally open to it and then we show them a product or something and they're just so excited to leave to go like try it and like see if it works. And then they come back a lot of the time. They'll come back and be like, hey, I really liked what you suggested to me. So that's always really heartwarming. Yeah.
0: That's so rewarding too. It's like you're actually helping people with something that they're like trying to like solve in their life.
2: Definitely.
1: Wow. So, with it being um, kind of a smaller like house style, it's more boutique. Um, Yeah. What's
0: like the square footage of your retail space? Just like a rough estimate.
2: I don't know. I would less than 800 square feet. Okay. I would say like me. Yeah. maybe 600 yeah because not all of it's like open to the customers it's a really small area for the customers compared to other stores around Colorado so we're definitely small and cozy and like just your little neighborhood store (laughs) and so being that kind of small cozy store
1: how do you um compete with these larger stores or do you kind of try yeah like star buds (laughs) it's really native roots
2: hard i feel like sometimes we're just like this little fish in this big pond because then we see all these big stores opening all over and like getting closer to us um Mm. but i don't know we just try i feel like because we have such a small team um all of the bud tenders get to pretty much pick the product that's in the stores. Like, everything we do is just such a team decision. Um, right now, there is seven of us total, including me. So, oh,
0: yeah, that's small. So, That's
2: the whole company, <laughs> pretty much. And then we have three owners. So that's ten people is our whole company. So it's really easy to kind of, like, make sure we're all somewhat on the same page and it's not, like, some guy – up top deciding our promotions and like our products and stuff. It's really like us doing it in store. And like, um, if someone's unhappy with something, we, we can take it off the shelves and replace it with something different and, or like just change any policies or like the way our bar is set up. If we want to move that around, like we just have so much freedom in how we want to do things because we're just such a small team. Um, we try to just like carry some better products um, really be selective in what we carry because we're so small, we don't have a lot of shelves.
1: So with that limited shelf space, how do you decide like what stays and what goes? And I mean, I'm sure you get hit up with a ton of samples all day. Are you always um,
0: just trying new stuff every day?
2: Oh my gosh. We... I get phone calls like all the time. My um, all my coworkers like know how to dodge the phone calls by now because I'm like I can't be on the phone all the time. I have to get things done here too. Um, but yeah, we get um, pretty much we get a call from a rep, and then they will send us samples if it's something that we're interested in. And I always try to make sure everyone gets like a fair like sample. Like everyone gets to sample it. Um, to see what they think. We gather feedback and then that's kind of how we decide if we have room for it. Do we need to take something off the shelf to like uh, make room for this product? And just kind of, we're constantly looking for new things and moving things around. And yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Cause I feel like from the vendor side, people are like, well, I have this product and it's perfect. And it's yeah. like, just because it's perfect doesn't mean it's actually going to get on shelves. Yeah. like
2: and is it perfect for our audience? We have um, a more older demographic. We don't really get the college kids of Boulder. We get their parents when they come visit them. So <laughs> <laughs> we we get a lot of those people that are trying weed for the first time, and so we have to have some really good like CBD options as well and um, more like, micro-dosed options. So we always have to think about our like target audience too, and it's not – Probably not the same audience that our, like, direct competitors have.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you advertise it at all?
2: Um... We, because we're so small, our advertising budget is pretty small. We are, we have a coupon on the back of um, the Safeway coupon. I saw on, that. So if wow. you shop at Safeway <laughs> off Iris in Boulder, there's a 20% off coupon. You can use it on anything any day. Yeah, I saw
1: that the other, like a week <laughs> wow. ago, actually.
2: Yeah. I was like, yeah. 20% off? Okay. Yeah, yes. we've been doing that for like a year and like we're finally seeing a lot of people come back with those. So yeah, yes. cool. So, so far, that is our advertising. Um, yeah. I know that y'all
1: had the Adopter Roads around Oh, town, yeah. We have I those loved. as well. Yeah.
2: Um, if you're getting off, um, I think, I don't remember the name of the exit. I think it's Baseline. Yeah, there's one can by your yeah. House. yeah. And then if you're coming in from 93, um, where it turns into like Broadway kind of, mm-hmm. um, there's a sign there too. So. Over by Dartmouth. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. I (laughs) want to get one for um, the podcast. Oh yes. Oh, that'd be so cool. There you go.
2: They're always becoming available, but I like the location of ours, so I don't want to change them.
0: (laughs) I saw like an open one, like right. Well, we'll talk about it later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want someone to steal our spot, right? Nobody. Yeah. Um, Nice.
0: (laughs) This is so interesting. Yeah. So, I guess what do people? What are the tourists normally asking for when they come in?
2: Oh, gosh. Everyone is so different. Um, most of the time they leave with, like, a disposable vape pen because okay, it's easy most to, you know, for. yeah. Um, they want something discreet because most of the time where they're staying they can't smoke. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell them to smoke in their hotel room. <laughs> yeah. So um, I always try to find them a nice discreet option. We always um, recommend an edible because, you know, you can just eat that and be on your way. And um, same with, like, the vape pens are really nice and discreet. So, yeah. Um, it really just depends on the customer. Some um, more like old school smokers will come in and buy flour because we do have some really good flour. Um, and then some more like first time people, I would say they'll start with like a microdosed edible or like something with CBD in it usually.
0: OK. Yeah. And how much money are these people normally spending?
2: It really varies. Um We've had sales that are, like, up to $600 in one transaction of people just, like, buying.
0: They just, like, want to try something Yeah, like, everything. pretty
2: much, yeah. Like, they've never seen a dispenser, never thought they'd see the day that they could buy legal weed, so they get so excited. Um, But I would say our average um, transaction from a tourist would be, like, about $100, $150. They just get, like, the staples, like, a disposable, a couple edibles, maybe a joint.
0: Okay. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Do you recommend topicals a lot?
2: Um, definitely, especially if anyone's in like any kind of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, with topicals, people come in already like asking for them. They've already like done okay. the research. They're like, "I'm ready to try a topical," and that is a lot of people's uh, first step, kind of into legal marijuana. That's they my were, parents. Like, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the they're like, to yeah, because the <laughs> <laughs> they're like so against it at first or whatever, and like, oh, it yep. might actually work. And now time for a quick commercial break. Thanks
0: to Weedmaps for sponsoring today's episode. You can download the Weedmaps app from our show notes if you have an Apple or Android, and you can use the app to look for deals, new brands, local dispensaries, and even order online for convenient
1: pickup. I use the app for prepping for 420, check out where the deals are going to be, and that week before and the day of, I hit all those dispensaries, get the best stuff so I can celebrate right
0: be like SK download the weed maps app for free today. So what are what's your guys kind of like I guess like mission or outlook as to like what like what you're providing to people and what kind of products you carry like cuz I know there's a lot of people are kind of taking a stance of like we want more of like organic vegan stuff. Or just were, I don't know want what's popular like uh, you know the next gummy or whatever like an array of
2: yeah, yeah. um there so we or we, like
0: sustainability too like companies that yeah you know pride themselves on like less packaging sorry just remembered yeah. that one
2: <laughs> um so what kind of makes us different we um we try to qu- like carry the more like higher quality things not just like the popular brands because everyone else carries them. Um I love finding like a small new brand and then like giving them a chance pretty much because yeah. I don't think that the big stores really do that. Um I love that. Yeah. And then definitely like recently um edibles have been a lot more like health conscious and they're really like listing if they're gluten-free or vegan um dairy-free stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. been really nice. I feel like a lot of the companies that we carry are um you know, doing that. So it's really helpful when shoppers have, um, like dietary restrictions.
0: Yeah. Um, and what about education too? Like,
2: yeah, we, so what kind of sets us apart from other stores is a lot of stores have like a time limit on how long you can spend with a customer. Oh my god. And we are like the opposite. I never want to send anyone out into the world. Like, not sure. educated. Yeah, mm. exactly. Cause that's how you kind of like overdo it. And then you never want to try weed again. So true. So that's like what is super important. Sometimes we will spend like 40 minutes with a customer, like a beginner oh, will write things out for them or like just kind of really educate them on what they're getting into. And sometimes people come in asking for something that's completely different from what they actually are looking for. Yeah. So we kind of have to you know, show them different options and really educate them before they leave. Um so that's our big thing is um all of our bud tenders make sure yeah. that everyone's well educated. Oh. Yeah,
1: I do love
0: that about the store. Yeah. It's like I wish every shop was like that. I feel like so many like when I went to this this steezy like big shop in LA, it's like really like hype. It's oh. all about the hype there. Mm-hmm. But they literally are trying to like churn people out. Like it felt
1: like they have, like, a minute and a half time limit. Yeah, they're, like, oh, they get to the counter and they're, like, what do you want? I am that. Like,
2: it's, like, I want to see what I want. And so, like, it's nice to, like, really walk the customer through everything that we have. Um, mm-hmm. So then they actually know what they want because a lot of the time they don't. <laughs>
0: yeah. What about smelling bud and smelling concentrate? Because I know that yeah. g- has gone back and forth, especially with COVID. So
2: right now we're not doing it. We used to um, before COVID. We just aren't fully comfortable doing it yet since um, Boulder just dropped the mask mandate like last month. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're just being a little more cautious, especially for our customers. um, And we have such a small staff too. So um, for now, we're not smelling. We've been kind of like opening the jar and like wafting it a little bit. And so that's been helping. Um, We're always – we can always open a concentrate and like show you – that but okay. no smelling yet, unfortunately. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay.
1: <laughs> as long as the options there, like, yeah. In the future, that's...
2: yeah. Oh yeah. As soon as everyone feels comfortable with it, we will be back to smell Well, <clears throat> I just
0: hate the prepackaging. Oh
2: yeah, like... we do not do any prepackaging. We're all like deli style. Um, a lot of people want to like pick out their specific bud. And if someone's buying a half ounce, why shouldn't they be able to pick out their buds? (laughs) So um sometimes customers will literally we use like chopsticks to um take the bud um into the container and like customers will just like point to which ones they want. So that's a really cool thing in the shopping experience. We're not just like grabbing a prepackaged eighth that's been there for God knows how long. It's
0: way more personalized. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. I
0: love that aspect. I mean, I just love the small yeah. feel and like the boutique. And I would so much rather shop there than like a huge a huge place that's yeah. just like churning through people. And there's no like culture or actual like talking to your bud tender. And
1: yeah, I feel like there's something so just like – it just feels so good when you go in. You just like feel like this is a store that is not like – the walmart or whatever of yeah. cannabis
2: yeah we definitely tried to make it cozy and we always get that from customers that like wow Aww. this is so nice i didn't even know this was a dispensary yeah, yeah. so
0: it blends in really well with yeah. the neighborhood because it ends like kind of in a residential it's like next to pearl street mall but like yeah it's right across from e-town Yeah. Uh,
2: oh yeah e-town yeah yeah we get people that go to like concerts there so that's perfect. Nice little location. Yeah, we get a lot of um people that like work on Pearl Street, um, all those customers. So it's nice. We have a little community there.
0: That is so yeah. that's so sweet. What are the most like common questions I guess you would get? Like that would be nice to like that we can all, you know, like clarify debunk, together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, debunk. There we oh go. Oh
2: my gosh. Um, well, everyone, well, not everyone. Um, a lot of people from out of state are always trying to ask us how to sneak it out of state. Mm. (laughs) And oh my God, your bud tender will lose their job if they tell you, (laughs) so don't ask them. Go on Reddit or something. Seriously. (laughs) Use your brain. Um, Yeah. So we get that asked. I mean, like... I know Helping Hands
0: used to have, like, a sign that literally said, do not ask us. We have one.
2: People just don't read signs.
0: (laughs) Wow. People are so ballsy.
2: (laughs) Um, Another one that we have is um, people want to get high without getting munchies. And that's really hard because that's, like – Oh, that's so interesting. (sighs) Some people are different. Some people don't get munchies. I get munchies every time. So it's, like, that's a really hard one. Um, But right now they're coming out with – they're, so they're doing a lot more, like, into different cannabinoids, and um, right. THCV is supposed to be, like, an appetite suppressant.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we were uh, talking about that because the Wanna Fit gummies. Yes, <laughs> I actually
2: brought you guys some. Um, Wait, no, I want to take no, one. No, they're not the Wanna ones. Oh, they're fuck. the Sum. It's supposed to be – so it's, like, a little dissolvable oh, I love talent. the Sum. Yeah. Sum
1: control. Yeah, okay. and
2: so it's supposed to um, kind of control your hunger. I don't know Banzier, if they work, but, <laughs> but wow. it's super new, and so a lot of companies now are kind of trying to pinpoint those specific requests. It's That's not so all cool. about just getting high with edibles, right?
0: Yeah, I love that. That's kind of like the 1906 approach. Yes, I
2: love 1906. I know they're, they're one of my favorite vendors. <laughs> I
0: think they have. I think they have the best edibles mm-hmm. in Colorado and possibly the country. Um just because yeah, they use like plant medicine, Chinese medicine, like they have all this science to back it up, like very microdosed.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, and yeah, just their formulas, it's also and their branding. Oh.
2: My <laughs> my mom was who was like really against me working at a dispensary um for a little bit is now I, she might not like me saying this but she loves the 1906 gummy or the yes. uh tablets um the bliss is like her favorite thing ever and she's yes. always asking for more she's always sharing them with people so oh, that's it's, the best yeah and those sharing are sharing is caring yeah those Absolutely. are like the best beginner edibles i feel like they just like put you in the best mood
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not like you're eating a bunch of sugar too yeah it's like a like a drop? Well, it's like a pill, kind of. You just swallow yeah.
2: it. Um, because there are so many people with, like, dietary restrictions or, like, people that just don't want to eat sugar in their edibles. Right. Um. So, yeah, we definitely get that request a lot, and we sell quite a lot of the 1906 stuff because of it. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I love I love 1906. Where does your flower come from? Do you guys have your own grow?
2: We do not have our own grow, which is kind of a blessing. Um, oh, so, why do you say that? Um, Because we're not forced to sell, like everything you know i feel like if you have your own grow um you have to sell all the flower that you grow even if it's like not a good batch or something um but we really get to shop around and pick and choose and right now we're buying from probably like five different grows all around colorado um and kind of all different price levels so we kind of have like shelves set up um to be affordable but also have like some more boutique yeah. Um, really nice stuff, too. Yeah, that In the Flow stuff, that oh, Kemi Jones. I, uh, yes, uh, In the Flow is oh. my favorite flower in Colorado. <laughs> Wait,
0: so are they are they just a wholesale grow? Um, or do they have a dispensary?
2: They do not have a dispensary, no. So they sell to different stores. So there's going to okay. be stores all around Colorado that sell um, okay. their flower. But they are really small and boutique, um, kind of like us. And they just always have such great flower. We have had their Kemi Jones on our shelf consistently for like four years and wow. yeah it sells so well it is so, pretty expensive but it still sells when people try it it's amazing it's my favorite flower i've ever smoked i think what other flower are you getting um so because i love
0: snacks land have you heard of snacks i
2: have not tried it i've heard it's really good i haven't had a chance to try it though it's so good. i <laughs> don't really shop at other stores oh, which i need to be better about
0: that smells good what is this Kosher creme brulee. Yes, creme brulee. Um, so
2: that is from Local Love, um, which is another grow oh, yeah, that I I've love. Heard, I've yeah, heard they of have them. really good quality stuff always. Um, the and then we also carry a lot of um, silver stem flower. We oh, buy yeah. wholesale from them. They have some really good flower, especially like the way their buds look. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say those those three are like our top grows. Do
1: they still have their OG Kush?
2: No, unfortunately. Oh, they that's, keep getting some new strains. So um, we have, uh, I think it's a purple diesel coming out here soon. So cool. that's new. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs>
1: yeah, their OG wow. Kush one time was so strong that me and my roommate, who are like huge stoners, um, we smoked it and we were like, we can—we have to stop smoking. Like, this <laughs> is too strong. Like, it was crazy. Wow. I've never been that like. I wish whoa. that would happen to me. It was amazing. <laughs> and never again. But like that one time. Oh, That's yeah, they have some
2: really good flour, and they're very consistent. Their snow cap is like the best sativa. Do they still oh, have it? Yeah, we snow have it on cap. the shelf. I think we just ran out of it, but it'll be back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah.
1: Everybody out there, go get your snow cap, your <laughs> Kemi Jones, because it's so good. That's uh, so amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I yeah. The snow cap. I feel like I talk about it all. I've told you about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you have. She's heard the, She's the, the, the legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: amazing. Yeah. It just, like, doesn't get you too high, but it gets you going. And so you're not, like, lazy. That. If you want to get things done, it's great. <laughs> yeah, and it tastes so good. Yes.
1: Uh, that's awesome.
0: What would you kind of like to do with the future of Village Green Society? And then – well, I have some follow-up questions, but we'll start with that.
2: <sighs> okay. Um, I definitely – I don't know. See
0: yourselves expanding or like more, getting more. The dream
2: would definitely be to open up another store. It's really hard in Colorado because they've pretty much given out the amount of licenses they're going to give out, unless another county or city decides to um, allow dispensaries. Um, and so it's kind of, yeah, you pretty wait, much how have- how many to,
0: licenses is that? Do you know?
2: I, I don't know. I know every city, once they, like, legalize it or whatever, they, like, set an amount that of uh, rec- recreational dispensary licenses that they give out. Because I've
0: heard there's, like, 600 or 700 dispensaries in Colorado. That
2: sounds very correct.
1: So what is, like, one of the bi- uh, bigger struggles of, like, regulation stuff, like- Um, packaging, and um, I know that you guys now have to, like, print out the forms to go with concentrates and stuff like that. Yeah, do
0: you have people come in, like, that, like, monitor, like, are, like, fake shoppers? Well,
2: um, I'm not sure. Uh, Very well, they could be. We just, like, don't know. Um, We get emails saying that they, like, are gonna check our cameras and uh, if we're, like, giving out, so um, on January 1st, we have to give out, um, like this pamphlet and it's about like the dangers of concentrates and it has like the amounts that you should consume and like just all of this it has like phone numbers to call yeah it's (laughs) kind of ridiculous and they're a lot of paper (laughs) and so now we have to give that out with every um concentrate purchase and it's a lot (laughs) even if someone buys like a hash joint they have to have one. Oh, my and gosh. And so, yeah, and it feels like we're going backwards sometimes in terms of, like, recycling and stuff. So, right. um
0: And now you guys have to print so much yes, paperwork. Exactly. Which is, like, costing you so much more money yeah. and coming out of your income.
2: So hopefully they can figure out how to, like, make it a small sticker or something that we can just, like, stick on the package. Um, but, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's been the latest challenge. But I feel like they're always kind of switching up regulations. It seems like every six months – some part of the law changes, so we have to like change something of what we're doing. Um, so, do
0: you read those regulations yourself? Yeah,
2: um, we get like a little like email pretty much that as it, you know, they give us some time in advance, t- um, to prepare for it, but it's mostly like the edible and like concentrate companies that are doing packaging, it's usually regulations for them, so it's kind of worse for them. They'll like they'll change packaging laws all the time, and then they have to redo their whole package. And, right. So that's like, more
0: of, like, the brand's problem yeah, than yours. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, so, like, this pamphlet thing has really been, like, one of the first things that's really affected us, besides, like, what we have to put on our labels and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we also... Um, we used to roll pre-rolls um, in our store, and... That was really nice because we could take some like top shelf flour. If we had a little bit left over, we would roll it. And they just, um, as of like last May, we are no longer allowed to do that in store and we have to buy pre rolls.
0: Because they have to get tested again, yes, right? Yes, they have to I get heard that.
2: Yes, each, I think each pre roll has to get tested. Which or something is crazy because like yeah. then
0: they're getting double tested because the flour already has to be tested. Yes.
2: Um, and now, makes
0: no sense.
2: Yeah, so we've started, it's nice because we have a lot more options for purals because we're like wholesaling them out now, but they're not our handcrafted joints anymore, <laughs> but it's Aww, okay. <laughs>
0: that is sad. Yeah. Because I, I, I would always see people do it like at a lot of different shops. Yeah, like.
2: it was like a really nice way to kind of get rid of the rest of your jar of flour um, and sell it at a lower price and give the customers a way to try a flour that they wouldn't normally buy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was always my favorite part of the job which yeah. just like in the back rolling oh, yeah. joints.
2: I, that was like the whole first part of my job. You just sit back there and roll joints. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of sad. Like now during downtime, we have to like clean and stuff. We can't yeah. <laughs> roll joints. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's um, something with like kind of dealing with like and managing the bud tenders? Like what's, I guess, kind of like the biggest problem you have with like bud tenders as a whole or like are they often getting fired for like the same reasons or is it hard to keep or find good bud tenders I guess
2: I feel like I'm so blessed because I hire like once a year um and that's really nice because I feel like no one else in retail could say that but we really try to treat our employees well and so people don't really leave and then if they leave they come back <laughs> sometimes so it's really nice oh. um um Yeah. So really, we try to take care of our bud tenders. And I mean, I still deal with the stuff like a regular retail manager would deal with, with like people calling out and getting sick or like. Okay. I've had people quit on me so many times (laughs) that I'm just like immune to it now. Wow. Um, But yeah, I'm so lucky. I've only had to like fire like three people, which is really nice in six years so oh my gosh yeah yeah. that's like nothing people really they you know we treat them well and so they really always leave um very amicably and then they still shop at our store like sarah we still see her all the time and it's been so many years yeah (laughs) so yeah we we try to be nice to our employees so
1: (laughs) yeah it's a really great place to work yeah
0: oh that's so cute so are there like Benefits, can you guys offer benefits
1: to employees? You get the daily benefit of free weed.
2: Yeah. You get samples all the time. I'm talking about healthcare. Uh, Unfortunately, being such a small company, um, we can't offer health care, which has been a struggle for me because I got off my parents' um health insurance recently. So I've had to been paying for my own, and it is expensive. Yes.
0: Oh, I'm right there with you in the same boat.
2: Sucks. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, we don't have that benefit, but we do buy you lunch sometimes, <laughs> okay. and you get uh, free samples and a oh, great yeah. employee discount. Okay, nice. Yeah, and every holiday, if I recall, like, I don't <laughs> know if you guys still
1: do this, um, like there's like a holiday bonus of eight. Yes, an every
2: definitely, oh, we nice. do like a nice holiday party. So, yeah, we
1: we try oh, to make cute. it up in other
2: ways. Um, but yeah. just being a small company, it's really hard um, sure. when all the big ones are providing that.
0: Okay, and what about, are, do you guys probably, like, it, does it start at minimum wage for a lot of bud tenders, or does it start higher?
2: No, um, it, we used to, but now we're definitely starting a little bit higher. Um, Right now, there is only two bud tenders that are not managers. So out of seven people, there's only two that are just bud tenders, and then the rest are managers. So those are definitely making more. Okay. Yeah. So, it's nice having such a big management team.
0: Yeah, that is yeah. nice to like spread the work around.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's always available or like someone's always available. So that's nice because sure. we're open seven days a week. So we kind of have to split the shifts and like, you know, people take weekends off. And so we we just have to be flexible. Yeah.
0: So what would you say to someone who's like wanting to move to Colorado to become a bud tender?
2: Um, get your badge before you come talk to a store. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> literally what I tell people. Because so many people are like tell people. buying a joint. They're like, wow, it'd be so fun to work here. And then they like act all interested. And I'm like, okay, you need to take a couple steps back and like get a badge before you talk <laughs> to any store about, um, working there. Um, but yeah, I say do it. I mean, yeah, I have, um, one of my coworkers right now, um, one of the managers, he moved here for another state. He went to. Um, He did like a cannabis program in Florida and like moved here wanting to work in a dispensary. And so that's really cool. And like, I don't know, you see that someone wants to, you know, be serious about this in their interview. And that means that they're going to probably stick around. (laughs) Yeah. So if they're like actually interested in this. And I feel like um, working in such a small store, you really see how the whole store operates. And so like if you are new to the um, dispensary scene, you kind of, like, learn every part of the job, whereas maybe in a big store you don't really even – the bartenders don't even see what the managers are doing yeah. or, you know. Yeah, you, you just, like, never you interact can like, with the owners yeah. and – yeah, see the and yeah. I prefer to hire people that don't have any dispensary experience. That's, like, my favorite oh. thing. I love to, like, mold them and, like, mm-hmm. have them have the best first experience ever because then they'll never want to leave. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Can you walk us through, like, a little bit of, like, a normal day in, like, of you, like, managing a dispens- your dispensary? Yeah,
2: so – um In Boulder, we have to put all of our product away into safes. So in the morning when we get there, we have to take all of our product out and set up our shelves and our bars completely because we break them down every day. Um, And then, you know, we open and we take customers. Um, What's nice about having different customers is sometimes people come in for a a joint and then, like, the next customer could want to be educated on edibles. And then, like, the next one is – like flower. So it's like just such a variety of like people you talk to and like, so that's really nice. It really makes the day go by quick. Um, just interacting with customers. Uh, we also get in orders from our vendors cause we're constantly getting deliveries. So like some days there'll be like five deliveries. Um, and so that's like a big part of the job. You have to make sure you're prepared for those. You have the room available to put that product and like, um, the money set aside. Um, yeah
0: and it's all and then, cash, right? Yes.
2: Um so we aren't allowed to have a bank account because it's such a loophole and like taking cards is such a pain cuz you just lose a bunch of money with these companies. Oh. Um so we are all cash only. So that's another kind of struggle, but it's kind of kind of works out for us. Um we pay for all of our orders in cash, so yeah.
0: Yeah, well what about security? Like have you guys ever been broken into?
2: No. Um Well, there was one time, (laughs) but it was a long time ago, and they did not – they weren't able to take anything. They took, like, some lighters and rolling papers. Um, So, like I said, everything is locked up at night, so that's the nice thing. Um, We have, like – it's, it's like very secure. <laughs> behind a locked door, yeah, in a safe. in a safe, yeah. inside another safe. Well, but it even is far during, away.
0: Like during the day, like do you have a security guard or something at the front?
2: We don't have a security guard just because we're so small. We feel like we don't like have the need for that. Oh, I don't know if I should be small we can, we can, we can <laughs> cut we can okay. cut <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get that <laughs> we can cut that
1: part thanks
2: <laughs> I've
0: just been hearing a lot of news about dispensaries in California um, especially like in the Bay Area getting like Robbed in the middle of the day, like with like, got like, obviously, it's in like Oakland and stuff, you know, which can get kind of like, crazy. Like, yeah. I've had
1: Oakland's no Boulder, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not the same as Boulder, but like, I just know that it's, I don't know, it's becoming, it's always been a concern, but like, you know, with all the banking issues that you can't have a bank account, it's like they know that you're gonna have like, like hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars in cash yeah. there. So, like,
2: it's definitely scary. Um, just, like, because dispensaries even here, like, get targeted all the time. Like, at night there's robberies and stuff. So it's definitely a little bit scary, like, knowing um, that you're there with, like, all this product and all this money. But just stay positive. I know the Boulder Police responds super fast. We Oh, had to Boulder call- Police is, like, yeah. two blocks away from y'all, yeah. So, yeah, we have had to call them for, like, minor instances a lot. And they are always so quick. So I... Thanks, Boulder Police. <laughs> Yo, you're
0: right. I forgot. You're right yeah. by the like station.
2: Yeah, like there. yeah. Literally I feel like hundred feet. Away, I see from the window. I see like a police car like every hour drive by. So I feel like they are just like <laughs> patrol our little neighborhood. So that's really nice. I always that feel is. safe. There's like yeah, the they're always on the mall. So. <laughs>
0: Okay, what about fake IDs?
2: We get so many fake IDs, <laughs> and people get so mad at us when we take them away. It's like, why are you using it here? Yeah. We have we have had to put up a sign in our lobby that this is what happens if you have a fake ID in the store, and people still give us fake IDs. I'd say we probably catch, like... you call like, the
0: police when it happens? Um,
2: so we have to mail them to the police. <laughs> um, so they, like, I don't know really what they do with them afterwards. They just keep them to, like, train us. More, um, we all take like ID classes, so um, you just like sit in a room with um our police officer like at, the <laughs> um, police station. at the Boulder Police Station. Amazing. Um, everyone in their like badges, everyone that works in dispensaries, and yeah, they kind of train us how to spot fake IDs. Um, we have a really nice software that we use that also helps with that, so okay, yeah, we definitely catch quite a few. So don't use a fake ID, it's so dumb, <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, it's like it's the like, best way to lose your fake idea is going to a dispensary yeah. with it.
2: And then they get mad at us. I'm like, well, it's not my fault. You spent money on this. It's fake.
1: Yeah, like get a better one.
2: Yeah. Or like
0: get someone to buy it for you That's at the least. Figure
2: it out. We were all <laughs> underage once, okay? Yeah.
0: Totally. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: they're like pissed.
2: Yeah, so there's a lot of fun aspects to the job, I feel like. That's so funny. Yeah, there's always something going on, so it's never boring. And- Every day is always different.
0: Well, we can kind of finish up with our – we're about to hit our, like, hour mark.
1: We try to keep it around there. I have two questions. Oh, go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what do you think the future of recreational cannabis is in the country? Like, do you think federal legalization is right around the corner or –
2: Oh, my gosh. If you asked me, like, five years ago, I would have said that by now it would have happened. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. That's a really hard question. I feel like (laughs) – we just have to like take it day by day. Um, I kind of hope so because it would be nice to see it more normalized around the whole country. So people don't have to act like it's such like a foreign thing anymore. Cause it's not, um, I wish like every state was as relaxed as Colorado is about it. Um, but then it's also scary if it is federally legalized, like what's going to happen is We're gonna have like government owned dispensaries, (laughs) or like, I don't know, that's terrifying. Um, I went to a dispensary in Canada and that was scary. It was like not warm at all, (laughs) it was like so (laughs) sterile, and you had to like stand in the line. It was like an indica, a sativa, and a hybrid line, and you just had to like pick one and just stand in that line. And they, like, didn't have edibles. Nothing was fun. What? It was, like. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. So
2: I just don't want that to happen here at all. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like we wouldn't go backwards in that. But I think it would still have knows. to be, like,
0: a state-by-state yeah. thing.
2: So even. I really hope. Yeah, I hope like, it stays same that way. same with
0: alcohol. Like, alcohol mm-hmm. sales are federally legal. But then some states are, like, they won't sell alcohol on Sundays or pass, like.
2: Yeah, they kind of yeah, decide 9 their own PM. laws. Yeah, so I hope it stays that way. And I hope the big corporate stores don't all take over. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's same.
2: That's scary just being the small guy and all this, but we just, yeah, take it day by day.
0: Do you guys feel good about it right now? Like, are you at a good place? Um, Yeah,
2: I definitely feel like it. A lot of people um, tell us like they prefer shopping at our store over like the big guys. So yeah, Yeah. I, I love hearing that and I get that a lot. So that's always really nice. Support that.
1: local for sure. Yes, yeah. yes. please. <laughs>
2: nice. Um, and our final question.
1: Our final question. Yes. We ask all our guests um, if you could smoke with anybody alive or dead, um, but who a non-family it, member. Uh, oh
2: of, my gosh! <laughs> yes, I, I thought about this for days, and I had an answer, and you just ruined it. Awesome. <laughs> I nice. saw someone said
0: that because someone was like, "Oh well." Yeah, because I don't want it to be like, oh, my grandma or someone. Because oh we're God. Sorry, Okay, we don't know so know I,
2: <laughs> I was gonna say my grandma. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. She's just like so anxious, and I would love oh. to see the anxiety like leave her, but she would never. She's oh. she won't even use lotion. Oh. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, Our sweet G Mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I'm don't know. sorry. I feel like this is so like certainly. Because we want level, it to be like funny, yeah.
0: kind of funny, like like celebrity or someone you could learn a lesson from in
2: history, maybe. I don't like history. <laughs> <laughs> I would Amazing. probably just have to go with like Casey Musgraves. I really I oh really like her. Wait, she same. likes weed, so like I don't know. I feel like we can get love along. Her, I love her so much. Um, <laughs> and I, but I was like, uh, I'm like,
0: okay, wait. Follow a question of that. Okay, how do you feel about like celebrities now getting in on like?
2: starting their own because she
0: released um, some merch that's like grinders
2: yes oh I wanted one so bad I know I'm like these are so cute cute,
0: but I'm like oh I feel like she's capitalizing without like actually advocating for it Mm.
2: which
1: is kind of pisses me off it's like by capitalizing is she advocating for it
2: I Mm. feel like it's like I don't think so I I don't know I feel like it's like normalizing it because like these people you look up to I guess like are making it more normal Mm Mm-hmm but yeah i guess you're kind of right too <laughs> it's just no. it's
0: something i grapple with yeah um oh but then the follow-up question to that is like how what's your favorite way to consume or what way would you want to consume with casey musgraves in this
2: oh oh scenario? my gosh probably take a dab Nice. Okay. Yeah. I love a good dab.
0: Same. <laughs> really gets you going. Oh, my gosh. Same. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: I love it. Well, oh thank God. you so much, Rachel. Oh God, thank you, guys, yeah, for thinking
2: I'm cool enough for this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no,
0: I think you provided some amazing insights to mm-hmm. people. Like, I just, yeah, I want people to understand how this industry works. And I just, like, I feel like it's so foreign. And, like, it's, like, certain people, like, hold the knowledge. And it's, like, no, the knowledge should be available to everyone, in my opinion. So thanks for helping huh. us spread the knowledge. <laughs>
2: yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: And everyone come see her at Village Green Society in Boulder.
1: Yeah, they are open 365 days a year.
0: Village Green Society was one of the first dispensaries I shopped at when I moved to Boulder like <gasps> nice. five years ago. And I was like right off of like near near Pearl Street Mall. So
2: nice. Yeah, it's in a Good really nice area there. if you're coming here like to Boulder for the day. It's right off Pearl Street. So there's lots to do. Yes. Lots to do. (laughs) Lots to eat around there. I love that.
0: Thank you so much. Do you want to tell people where to find you like on Instagram or anything or just Village Green Society?
2: You can follow us at Village Village Green Boulder um, on Instagram. I just recently hired my little sister to do our say. Instagram page, and so, um, so yeah, cute. give give them a follow and like our posts, and yeah, come visit us and Amazing. see for yourself. And you can pre-order at
1: villagegreenboulder.com. Yes,
2: um, that's something new with COVID that we've had to navigate is um, online ordering. So yeah, nice. place an online order; we'll have it ready for you. Do you
0: think <laughs> you would ever do delivery? Like, oh my god,
2: here? I. That's like a dream. I should have answered that. To where's like the future um, yes, going? But delivery. yeah, I hope that, that it would be so cute to have like a little like bus in the back of our store and then wow. like send oh someone on deliveries all day. Um, like a Volkswagen bus, yeah. Village Green Society. Wait, that would be so yes. cute. And they're like beep beep. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, um,
0: we're manifesting that. Yeah,
2: I hope deliveries happen. That Heck would be yeah. really cool. I, I know Denver's doing it. I hope Boulder catches on mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. I know at the beginning of COVID they were doing medical deliveries were legal, but I think that's kind of
2: faded, yeah. Now that we can go All
1: right.
0: To- well more to come on that. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully delivering coming soon. Stay tuned. Yay. Thanks,
2: Rachel. Thanks. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> All right.
0: Stay high, everyone. Yes.